0: Um, so today was obviously a bit of a roller coaster if you have been paying any kind of attention whatsoever, so we're just going to get into it. We're going to take things as they came today, um, and just talk about the events, and that's that. So, let's go ahead and jump in with the Belgian Royal Family. Belgium, there was another long series of events. So I'm, I'm convinced that they saved everything for just the end of the week, which is fine. Um, because like the earlier part of this week was really, really busy. So wow. Okay. You guys, I really need to turn off news, um, notifications to my iPad. Sorry. Okay. So today in Belgium, there were three events. Um, so first King Philippe held a meeting with the president of Togo, who is currently on a working visit to Belgium. Um, so we've talked about this. We'll, I'll continue to just say this, like kind of every time this happens, this is pretty customary, um, for royals to meet foreign visitors while they are on official work visits. So typically presidents are meeting more with prime ministers um, in these situations, So, but they always do um, stop and spend time with the head of state, the king or queen. Um, You know, we saw this with Tony Blinken earlier this week um, in Denmark, and it will continue to happen. So just a little like, hey, this is what's going on. Um, So, that was his first event, and then also today King Philippe visited a vaccination center um, to learn about the process of, like, how vaccination centers are running. Um, So he visited, he kind of, like, saw firsthand what the center looked like, what things were going on, um, and then at the end, so he spoke with staff and uh, volunteers of the center, and then. Um, At the end, he was able to talk to a couple of people who had just received their vaccinations. Um, So I'm not sure if this is the same in every country, I'm I'm pretty sure it is. Um, But in the US, we have to wait like 15 minutes after our doses um, just to be monitored in case we have any immediate reaction. Um, I personally, the second one, I think I waited, I waited 10 minutes. Um, because I wanted to get on the road quicker. Um, I don't know that I have talked about this extensively, but I, was, I got um, one of my symptoms, and I have not heard of this happening a lot, but I personally got, like, horribly nauseous. Um, and it didn't happen as badly with my second one as with my first, but I wanted to get home in case anything happened. So I informed, like the medical team like, hey, I'm going to leave five minutes early um, because my reaction to the first one was so intense while I was driving. Um, I want to get home before that happens. So that's what I did. Um, But I am sure that King Philippe was talking to people who were in that like 15 minute waiting period um, to talk about their experience with the process and their vaccination experience, which I can't believe. Like, no one has announced if King Philippe has been vaccinated or not, um, which I'm genuinely curious about, so I'm gonna just take a quick peek because I feel like that's something I would know, um, given that everyone is sharing that information. Um, hmm, not really sure. Okay. I, and I didn't Google it in French. I Googled it in English, which is not going to be super helpful. So I still don't know. Um, but that's okay. So that is King Philippe's events. And then also today, Queen Mathilde had a conversation with, um, the authors of the World Health Organization's global ageism report. Um, so the four of them talked about, mental well-being, physical well-being, as well as the effects of COVID and the pandemic on people's general, older people's general, uh, health. Um, because of course, like, as we all know, the pandemic has been, um, pretty atrocious to mental health and it's been especially hard on seniors as they have felt the isolation the most. So um, that is what was going on in Belgium. Things were pretty steadily calm in Belgium. Thank goodness. For a country that wasn't steadily calm today, let's go over to the UK. In the UK, I'm not going to lie, when the day started and up until a couple of hours ago, I thought today was going to be really chill, um, with the, with the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall kind of done with their two day visit in Northern Ireland, I knew things would calm down there. Um, and so I just expected today to like maybe have a couple of things from the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, but then it was announced, um, that... So like Kensington Palace shared a photo um, of the Duke of Cambridge receiving his vaccination. So he received his first dose of vaccination um, on Tuesday. And so they shared that photo. Um, And that seemed like what we were going to stop at. Like it was, it was fine. Um, That's what I had. Uh, So the Duke of Cambridge released a picture of his first vaccination on Tuesday. And like, that was, that was great. I was going to talk about vaccinations and like all the whole thing. So then there was this underlying thing kind of all day. Um, so today the BBC announced the findings of a report, um, being done about the panorama interview that princess Diana gave in, 1995. Um, so apparently, and I have very intentionally not really read a lot about this because I don't really understand it. I was two, um, when this interview aired and I was, I had just turned four when the car crash happened, like just turned four, like two days earlier or four days earlier or something. Um, so I have no memory of Princess Diana whatsoever. Um, I know she was a person that we talked about in my household, like, after she had passed, but no living recollection. Um, and I don't, because of that, have a lot of opinions about things done before her death, um, such as this interview. like. She gave it, I've, I don't even think I've seen the whole thing. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Um, so like, I know a little, but not a lot. Um, and so I just wasn't really talking about or reading about this thing. Well, that has changed a little bit today. So basically in November of 2020, it was announced that um, there were fake documents used to scare Diana into giving an interview to share some of what was going on. So instead of, you know, this whole let's keep quiet, um, there were documents faked that said her staff was spying on her. Um, And so obviously that terrorized, terrified her, not terrorized her, terrified her Um, and she decided to agree to this interview. She decided to agree to this interview. I just want to, like, reiterate that. She wasn't forced to do the interview, but she was given false information that persuaded her. So today it was released that the person giving the interview, Martin Bashir, was in the wrong and, like, the BBC was in the wrong and it was just like not a great thing. Um, so it was then later announced that apologies had been sent, um, to Buckingham, which is the queen, um, to Clarence house, which is the Prince of Wales, and then both to Diana's sons, um, to William and Harry. And so that was kind of the last thing. And then just a couple of hours ago, um, The Duke of Cambridge went ahead and released a statement on the findings where, um, he just, he talked about it, um, and, you know, said, I wish that my mother had known she was deceived, um, which I think is a fairly, I I don't know, I am having a hard time with this one. Um, So I'm just going to read some of the statement. Um, You know, he thanks Lord Dyson who ran the um, report, the investigation, um, and then he was, he said that he was glad to hear. So he said, it it is welcome that the BBC accepts Lord Dyson's findings in full. and then goes on to talk about, um, how he says, quote, is my view that the deceitful way the interview was obtained substantially influenced what my mother said. The interview was a major contribution to making my parents' relationship worth worse and has since hurt countless others. Um... But what saddens me most is that if the BBC had properly investigated the complaints and concerns first raised in 1995, my mother would have known that she had been deceived. She was failed, not just by a rogue reporter, but by leaders at the BBC who looked the other way rather than asking the tough questions. And so this is like the real point, right? Everyone in the world wanted this interview. Everyone She was the most sought after person in the world, like end of story. And so they used fraudulent things to get this interview and everyone wanted it and BBC had it. So that's what this all boils down to. It was a huge misdoing. Um, BBC is in as bad as they look, doing as much as they can. Um, so BBC, even the director of BBC went on to another news channel. Um, so he went on to ITV, which is another British news channel to have a conversation about this in a less BBC clouded way. Um, they have been doing things to make this as friendly as possible. Um, but of course it's, it's horrible. And so I just want to say like that I don't have, ai don't, I'm intentionally not giving you my opinions on this, um, because they don't matter. So those are what the facts are from my viewpoint, but without giving you my opinion. Um, So with that, I do want to go ahead and look at the court circular and talk about any events that may be on the court circular today. It is just now past seven. So I hope the court circular has updated on my phone court circular. So it seems like there either isn't a court circular or it hasn't updated yet, um, both of which could be true. So if there is, um, we may talk about it tomorrow or I'll forget, which I've done a few times. So that is what was going on in the UK today. Um, we are going to go ahead and skip Denmark. There was an event, um, but it's something very similar has already happened. So Crown Prince Frederick attended a conference, um, at the Crown Prince, Crown Prince Frederick Center for public affairs, um, at our house university. So this is a continuation of the same conference he has done um, before about research-based practices. So that is that. Um, So we are just going to go ahead and jump over to the Dutch royal family. today, it was all about music and all about Queen Maxima um, in that order. So today, Queen Maxima had a couple of engagements in Rotterdam. Um, So she started by visiting a school um, that has installed a musical playground. So instead of like, you know, traditional swing sets and things like that, they have an element of their of a playground that is music based, so you can create your own music. It's really cool. Um, It looked really fun. I want to see some video from the event and I haven't yet, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I just haven't seen it yet. Um, But it just looks like a really cool thing that I love. Um, But then with students of that school, so this was with more music in the classroom or more music in the class. And so with that, um, they... Then, because they're in Rotterdam, went to the Eurovision center to watch the dress rehearsal for Eurovision semifinal night two, which was today. Um, so during that time, they sat through and they watched, I don't know if they watched all 17 performances, but they were definitely there, um, which looked really cool. Um, and then. Also, during that time, Queen Maxima participated in an interview on, like, the Eurovision Song Contest YouTube, um, that is hosted by, um, I think it's Nikki De... De... De-, De- Jager Jaeger? Jaeger? Um, anyway, it's Nikki Tutorials on YouTube, who's, like, a beauty guru, um, but she is Dutch. She is one of the hosts of Eurovision. If you watch Eurovision, you know who she is. Um, if you're... A person that is interested in makeup, you probably know who she is. I was neither. I did know who she was. Um, There was a a story about her, I think it was early last year, that, like, made international and, like, YouTuber news, so I did see that. Um, So I knew who she was because of that. But um, anyway, so she's she was hosting this, like, interview series for Eurovision today. Today was the last one, and she got to have Queen Maxima on, which I think for her might have been the most exciting thing. Um, she was very excited about that, which is great. Um, and so they just went around and, like, they did, there were two children there as well who had, who work with, or are, like, part of more music in the classroom, um, And so they had like folded up paper in like a fishbowl with questions on them. And so each person, each of the four of them took like a turn and answered two questions. Um, I don't think, I didn't know this, but I don't know if it was super unknown, but I know that Queen Maxima is into music. We literally talked about this on like her 50th birthday special. But. I did not know that she played guitar. Um, I did know from that interview that she sings, but I kind of assumed that anyway. Um, so that was a really cool, like, fun tidbit for me to know. Um, and then they also just talked about, like, the importance of music in, um, early childhood. So, it's really interesting. I am a musically inclined person, um... I enjoy music, I love listening to music, I used to sing, I was in the marching band in high school. It was cool in my high school, I promise. Um, I know people say that, but like, legit, it was, there were more kids in the band and more parents in the football stands for the band than the football team, um, but anyway, I digress. Um, so yes, I was a band geek and I loved every minute of it, most minutes of it. Um, it was grueling, but I was like, it was in choir. I was in musical theater. Like I did all of that. Um, and I loved all of it. Still do. I love show tunes, all of it. It's great. Um, but I didn't grow up in a musical household, so I don't know where that came from for me, but like, I didn't have that growing up. We had music class like once a week in elementary school, um, But I don't, I don't know. I don't know where that love came from, Um, but it's definitely like something that I used a lot um, and still do. If I need like an escape or something, I will put on different kinds of music. Um, And so that's, that was really interesting to hear that conversation. Um, It's wonderful. I will probably link it on the website because it's so cool. Um, Also, it's in English, which is my favorite. So that was... Queen Maxima's Day, of course, is also Eurovision Day 2. Um, just a little bit of an update because Queen Maxima had some Eurovision events. I did watch the second semifinal as well. I am officially a convert to Eurovision. Um, however, I'm so sad. So six of our seven monarchies are going to the final. Um, Denmark tonight did not make it to the final which I was kind of sad about, but only because they were Denmark, like I didn't quite enjoy their performance. I do wish they had beat out Finland because Finland scared me. Just saying. Um, so that is what was going on in the Netherlands. Um, there wasn't much going on in Norway today, so we are going to skip that. So um, today it was just King Harald, Queen Sonja, and Crown um, Prince Akun meeting with the foreign minister. This happens pretty much every Thursday, so there's not a lot to talk about from that. So we are going to move on to the Spanish royal family. Spain is another country that, like, started out, I thought it was going to be kind of a boring conversation, um, I haven't done much research on the Morocco Ceuta thing, which is fine, I'm not going to today, um, so I just thought, like, things were going to be really chill, um, and they they are, but there is a little bit of sad news, so it's not that sad for the royal family, but kind of. Um, so today I'm going to start with that because I gave it a weird introduction, um, today the Um, 2020 Cervantes Prize award winner Francisco Brines, who I believe they just delivered his award to him at his home on Friday, um, last Friday. Sadly, he passed away today. Um, And so the Casa Real sent out a personalized tweet from King Felipe and Queen Letizia, like their statement, um, and it read, "Um, we will always carry Don Francisco don don francisco is like a title um so don is kind of similar to like using senor um but just it's a it's a sign of respect um for people of high visibility or elders so um like when they refer to king felipe after they Um, call him your majesty or anything he is sir but he's also he can also be don felipe um, and queen letizia is Dona letizia so just that's what that is um so we will always carry don francisco brines in our hearts with the emotion of the unforgettable moments shared a few days ago he opened his house his his thoughts and his poetry to us with great humanity and then thank you don francisco so um that was really sad Um, also the second, so that has happened, that happened last year too, not quite as quickly. Um, the winner of last year's award, uh, Yon Margret, um, passed away. So he received his award in person in December from King Felipe and Queen Letizia, and he passed away in February. Um, and so not quite as quickly, but still like, that's so sad. Um, So, thoughts with his with uh, Don Francisco's family. Um, So then earlier today, uh, King Felipe presided over the delivery of dispatches to the new foreign service officers. So like the new diplomatic corps of Spain. Um, So they just completed their studies at the diplomatic schools. So Spain has like a foreign service um, school that you can go through to go into the foreign service, um, and start your career that way. Um, and so those graduates, I don't know if the dispatch is like, here's where you're headed or like what's going on with that. I tried to figure it out, but I desperately could not. Um, but King Felipe does preside over the ceremony every year. Um, it's a pretty big deal for Spain to have, um, you know, such an interest in foreign service, so I know, um, I've considered, and I still consider occasionally working in the foreign service for the U.S. State Department, I think that would be really cool, um, I refused to do so in a Trump administration because I, um, while I am a political person, um, I can put aside my politics quite a bit, but not that much, um, Like, I still wanted to know we were doing the right thing for the U.S. And I didn't believe that of the Trump administration. So that's why I'm hesitant, because I don't know that I could always carry on, um, through certain Republican type presidencies, um, and administrations and secretaries of state. So that is why I don't. But, um, I, the U.S. is in like, was, I don't know if they still are. Um, probably because there are probably people like me, but they were in desperate need of foreign service officers, um, because no one wanted to do it in the U S and still really don't. Um, which is sad, but also I understand because I'm not super willing to do it either. Um, so that is a big deal. Um, and it's really awesome for Spain to have so many, um, and like King Felipe thinks it's really important. Um. But yeah, it's awesome. So, and then again, just like props to the foreign minister who does an amazing job of walking and chewing gum with whatever is going on between Morocco and Ceuta, which is the Spanish autonomy, autonomous community on mainland Africa that is (laughs) in a migration crisis. So, that is really kind of the end of the episode. There were a couple events in Sweden. I'm not going to give them like a whole lot of time because they don't share about them. So um, I'll just read them off here and then we'll finish up for the night. So today, Queen Sylvia took part in the annual meeting of the Society for the Promotion of the Workplace. Cool. Um, And then she also took part in a digital meeting of the World Childhood Foundation International Council. So that's that. Um they it looks like it could be a really quiet tomorrow, which is fine. Um, because it does look like it might be a busy week, busier weekend, which is also cool. Um, so with that, um, I'm gonna end this podcast for the week. You guys, we made it through the whole week. Who's excited? Every day. Um, which is great. So thrilled. So that is it for this week. I will talk to you all on Monday for Friday through Sunday events. Um, and yeah, that is it. So thank you so much for listening. Please check out all the things, the daily the daily royal on Instagram, like, and review this podcast. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. No, Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye.